0: This is Comic Shenanigans, episode 495, Comic Reviews for the week of Wednesday, July 12th. Welcome to the Comic Shenanigans podcast. This is Adam Chapman, I'm your host, and this is our reviews episode for the week of uh, releases from the week of Wednesday, July 12th. Uh, This is episode 495. We're getting really really close to episode 500 it's actually kind of hard to believe that we're almost there um so let's, let's take a look at the week that was so july 12th uh, i actually had a chance to read a few books but uh, a lot of books i didn't get a chance to read big surprise uh, some of the highlighted books i did not get a chance to read include action comics bat girl and the birds of prey black panther and the crew uh, darth vader deadpool defenders detective comics uh, dr strange and the sorcerer supreme generation x Hal jordan and the green lantern corps hulk gene gray uh, Old Man Logan, Right Hood and the Outlaws, uh, Rocket, uh, Secret Warriors, the Spider Man number sorry Spider Man Two issue number one, uh, Suicide Squad, Doctor Unbeatable Squirrel Girl. Um, uh, let's see what else: Uncanny Avengers, Venom. Weapon X, and Wonder Woman. So, uh, what did I get a chance to read? Well, that's a great question. Um, so, to start off, I had a chance to read Amazing Spider-Man number 30. Uh, this is Secret Empire Part 2, Master Planning by Dan Slott and Christos Gage. Artwork by Stuart Eminen. Uh First of all, it looks fantastic. Um, and then we have with a little bit more of a sense of what was kind of going on during the fight against Cap when he has Thor's hammer, which we haven't really seen a lot of uh, in terms of real time what's actually going on and how Spider-Man escapes it. Um, has a bit of a, a, a kiss with Mockingbird, which is kind of cool. Um, we have uh, in San Francisco at Parker Industries, you have Doc Ock and his Hydro-Cronies confronting uh, the, basically the various X characters uh, that are part of Newtian. Um, which is kind of interesting. Uh, I like that we have Doc Ock kind of trying trying to break into all these different uh, Parker Industries um, properties to basically you know loot. And he shows up in China um, to, which is a really really cool sequence where we see Doc Ock and he's just kind of. Somewhere up up high, but you have a shot of uh, the looming PI building and uh, him with his uh, tentacles, and it just looks really cool. Um, and Spider-Man decided to fight him, and one of those things where you don't think about it until you finally see it, and the, the Parker Industries logo um, has those two orbs, basically, which are OO or Otto Octavius, which is kind of cool. Uh, I did like that there's, again, some really cool stuff then with perspectives here, where um, Peter and Doc Ock kind of confront each other and they're on the side of a building and it just, it, it, they kind of play up the angles because at first you think it's just like, oh, they're just facing off against each other. Then you realize what angle you're actually at. I thought the art was really interesting here. The story was kind of, was pretty, I would think a lot more interesting than the last issue. It felt a lot more uh, personal, a lot more intimate, um, even though it's part of the Secret Empire kind of storyline and those bits are cool but kind of feel a little bit more haphazard because the real story that Dan Slott and Crystal Skate wants to tell is about Spider-Man and Doc Ock and when you have the focus being on that I think it it really succeeds Um, when it's not I think it falters a little bit I'm going to give it overall a 7.5 out of 10 Uh, quite an enjoyable read overall Uh, and Eminem kills it on art as always Uh, then we have Dark Days the casting number one uh this this is the prelude to metal uh which is comes off of what the what was the last one called the forge or whatever anyways it's it's a weird way of doing it where it's like different one shots but really it's connecting a, an overall story throughout these different books um it's by james, scott snyder and james tyne and the fourth artwork by jim lee andy Kubert, and john Amita jr can you ask for a more loaded um artistic team like that's pretty crazy um Cool stuff here. Uh, we have Green Lantern and Duke confronting uh, the Joker uh, and him trying to escape. You have uh, kind of flashbacks with Hawkman and Hawkgirl. You have ongoing stuff with Batman and um, Talia. And uh, that's kind of actually quite interesting. The whole part with the Joker, that was actually pretty cool. Um, it's an intriguing storyline. Excited to kind of see where they go from here. And... Uh, yeah, like it's, it's just—it's really interesting to kind of. Now, I don't think that this was as entertaining as the prior issue, which I now can't remember the name of. Um, the idea that the Dark Knights and the Dark Multiverse is definitely intriguing. Um, this the, I, this is good. I think the first kind of the first one shot we got, I think, was a little bit more foreboding and a little bit more exciting. Uh, this was still good. Um, I found Ramita's artwork a little bit of a letdown here like it was kind of the the piece that didn't work of the artistic teams uh, overall i'm going to give it a seven um i like that they kind of broke up the story in certain ways so that you could have different artists without it being as jarring uh but it is still a little jarring at times so that's a seven out of ten next up is flash number 26 uh this i found started in a weird place given where the last issue had ended off uh, it's Running Scared Part 2, One Way or Another, by Joshua Williamson and Howard Porter. I love Howard Porter's art. Uh, I like the the future version of Barry that we see here, was really cool. Um, and the, a very twisted, crazy version of the Tornado Twins in a way we've never seen. And then we get to kind of see how uh, Zoom has brought Flash to the future to kind of see what this looks like. Um, the only thing that kind of bothered me is that we didn't get a more natural pickup from last issue's cliffhanger and that both bugs me and i also like it at the same time like i almost can't decide because on the one hand it's nice to kind of jump ahead and we don't see kind of the more cliche elements uh instead we kind of jump more into the story and we get a bigger sense of what's going on here but another on the other hand it feels like we are kind of deserved the opportunity to see what that interaction looks like when the cliffhanger happens um It's one of those things, too, where, like, because of the New 52 and the idea that, like, everything happened but maybe not happened, the fact that Iris is alive in the way that she is and that she she didn't get murdered, like, the crisis happened, like, that's the one thing about the universe I don't like as much now, is that for all its faults, New 52 basically said, for the most part, unless you were Batman and Green Lantern, none of that old stuff happened. It's all new. And then ever since Rebirth, it's kind of like, well, everything happened, kind of, maybe, sort of. And so, I—that's the kind of stuff that kind of bugs me a little. And here we have the Flash, kind of being, I guess, drawn to this negative Speed Force and then confronting Thawne. Cool. I—I I just feel like the com- the relationship between Thawne and Barry is so much more layered when everything that happened still happened. And I don't, I'm not almost sure if that's actually the case. That being said, I enjoyed the issue. I thought it was fairly well done. Um, I like the crazy look at the tornado twins being kind of murderous and not being good guys. Um... I'm gonna give it a seven and a half out of ten. So far, nothing's broken that level, but I'm like I'm enjoying the books, but haven't like loved any of the books so far. And I'm only talking about two more. Um, so we've got uh, Titans number thirteen. Uh, this is by I believe it's by uh, Dan Abnett and artwork by what was it V Ken Marion. Um which the art had a very big kind of Brett Boothian vibe to it. Um, I liked how it was written. I liked uh, I liked how we're seeing these characters develop, and and this kind of weird version of the of the Titans is just the way they are now. And seeing that the way that the characters are handled and uh, the relationships that are going on, which is kind of interesting, and um, the idea that Nightwing is basically calling out Lilith as being the potential traitor, I thought was interesting as well. Um, the idea that Flash is kind of dealing with the pacemaker, which, on the one hand, I don't like it because it kind of First of all, it just feels like a retread of what was kind of the problem with him way back when, uh, which is why he retired in the first place, before he, his body kind of fixed itself and he became the Flash, which just kind of feels like a weird step backwards. Um, but at the same time, though, I like how it's kind of limiting the character so that he's not able to just be, you know, another uh, speedster at full strength and a way of, in some way, curbing his power set in a way that maybe they didn't have to. Um, I'm going to give the issue a 7. And last, but definitely not least, we have X-Men Blue, issue number 7. Uh, this I thought was really entertaining, really enjoyable. It's by Colin Bunn and Corey Smith. I thought Corey Smith did a great job uh, on the art. I thought the story was quite strong. Although, does everyone know that Miss Frost is kind of in New Tien? Because the way that I had been led to believe, like when, when um, I forget which issue it was, in one of the tie-ins, when you had Zorn on the throne and everyone left the room and then Cap was talking to Zorn, and then he's like, call out Emma Frost. Here, Emma Frost is just here, and it's not even clear necessarily that she's... Conf- like, does everyone know that she's here? Is everyone okay with her being here, given what happened most recently in IVX? Like, it just feels weird to have her here. And Whereas in the other tie-ins, where she was kind of the one behind, pulling the strings behind Zorn, uh, off-screen I thought was a lot more solid and a lot more interesting. Um, I do like how no briar and um what's her name uh how it's his name um jimmy hudson are, are handled here i thought it was really interesting i how the team kind of gets attacked by characters that you know firestar mondo marrow wolfsbane like it's kind of an interesting uh smattering of characters i thought um and i guess uh, archangels here too i thought that was really interesting and then Havoc's there. Um, seeing how these characters are being portrayed and kind of going after the the kids, I thought was really cool. Uh, the ending where Emma's trying to, you know, get Scott to join her, I thought was really cool. So I'm going to give this issue an 8. I think it's the only it's the only 8 I'm going to give this week, but it's definitely, I think, the one most deserving of it, and I thought it was a very strong issue with some really great art. Uh, next week, I believe it's our last... Trying to think what number around. Uh, episode 497 will be our reviews episode for release just in the week of June 19th. Uh, the following review episode will actually be for, I guess, the 26th and I think like August 2nd or something. Uh, it'll be two weeks of uh, comics discussion at the same time. We're just, uh, I'm going to be taking a week off and then doing uh, two weeks of reviews at once, which, if you're lucky, I'll talk about 10 books because I haven't been talking about a lot lately. Um, and then from there, we'll have episode 500, so we're really close. Uh, episode 496 will be a conversation with Mike Martz. Uh, 498 will be a conversation with, likely, uh, J.K. Woodward. Um, then 500 is 500. Then 502, we're going to have a conversation, hopefully, with Justin Plonser. Um We're going to have episodes coming up where I talk about the um, Iron Man during Heroes Reborn or Heroes Return, I should say, uh, with a listener to the show, Tim Riley, who actually is making his first appearance on episode 500. Uh, We'll be doing an episode where we kind of go through the Iron Man by Kurt Busiek Omnibus. Uh, Upcoming episodes with um, Tom Bieland, who did True Story, Swear to God. Um, And there's a few others that we're kind of working on. Uh, We're finally going to get Howard Mackey back on the show, but that's not going to be until September. Um, So a lot of good stuff, hopefully, coming down the pike. Uh, It's interesting, I had episode 500 plotted out so long ago, and all the episodes kind of leading up to it, knowing which interviews were going to happen, and now I'm kind of like, oh shit, I should really get on there with scheduling interviews, so, um, and there's going to be an episode, maybe episode 502, which will be a comic shenanigans on vacation episode, um, actually, or it might be maybe the following episode, because I think I'll actually I'll be on vacation when 502 comes out, so when 504 comes out, I think it'll be our, um, my kind of yearly uh, conversation of me and uh, my brother-in-law Paul Scores at the cottage, usually on a dock, or, or close by. Uh, just kind of chatting comics. Uh, last time, a lot of that ended up becoming episode 400. Uh, this time, we're actually going on vacation uh, the day episode 500 comes out, so it will be a little bit different this year. So, Anyways, that's just some stuff to look forward to. You can always email me at comicshenanigans at gmail.com, like the show on Facebook, rate and review us on iTunes, subscribe to us on iTunes, and also listen to us on Stitcher. Uh, make sure to look out for the interview with Mike Marts, which will be coming out uh, either tomorrow, on Friday, or on Saturday. Um, it's a really fun, enjoyable episode. Relatively well, short for our interviews uh, with creators, but uh, hopefully we'll be able to have him back at some point in the near future. Uh, he's currently the editor or editor in chief of Aftershock Comics. Uh, he has also edited a ton of comics at Marvel and DC over the last 20 years. So if you like something from the big two in the last 20 years, you probably read one of his books. Um, so, anyways, thanks for listening to Comic Shanidigans, and we'll catch you next time. Bye bye.